welcome back to another episode of Reasons to Be Happy. I'm your host, Paula, and I'm so glad you're here. If you are a new listener, welcome. I'm excited for you to join this community. And if you've listened before, thank you so much for tuning in again and supporting the podcast. The mission of this podcast is to inspire joy, focus on the light, and get good at feeling good. I have a little favor to ask. If you've been enjoying this podcast, I would really appreciate you sending me some love and writing a brief five-star review on Apple Podcasts. I've been trying hard to pay it forward myself with podcasts I listen to and writing positive reviews, and it really doesn't take that long at all. It's like a little uncomfortable asking for that, but I realize that it's important to get that feedback and to get the reviews to really just make that impact and spread the podcast around. So if you would be so inclined, I would be the most thankful. Okay, so today's topic was prompted by an Instagram post of mine from earlier in the week, and it's on a message that I had been receiving in so many different ways, whether it was conversations with friends or through a podcast or through my Instagram explore page. So I felt really compelled to devote an episode to this concept. So my Instagram post had stated, what you are looking for, you will find. And in the caption, I had outlined some of the ways that you can really reframe your perspective and establish that bias towards the positive rather than a bias towards the negative. So some of these tips and tools can be simple to say, but much harder to put into practice. And I get that because I've been there. I want to add here that my motivation and interest in sharing these types of stories and tips It is not at all to come across as like, I've got this all figured out. I am a perfectly happy person 24-7. That's certainly not true, nor what I'm trying to convey. Rather, I'm sharing my perspective and stories to really just illustrate what has worked for me and to also show that we are all in this together. We're all on our own individual journeys, and I love feeling like there's a team of like-minded people moving along in the same direction. It's almost like we're on our own unique paths and we can all be oriented towards the same direction of growth and positivity and fulfillment and that inner peace that we crave, but we can be on different journeys. It's similar to a mantra I try to follow, which is simply follow your bliss. We all have different meanings for that. And if we can recognize and commit to that mission, we can move along on that same course. So for me, I think innately I've always been a spiritually guided person and very in tune with my inner self along with my environment. And I've been inherently a person who wants to see the goodness, who wants to see the positive at my core. I think that was a part of me. However, I believe that I had been conditioned and programmed and just kind of like socialized almost to lean more negative and to become a very anxious thinker, a bit of a worry wart, and occasionally leaning too much into that self-pity side of myself. And in a way, it also made me become a very cautious, playing it safe type of person. And I think it's because I was mentally living in the future and so fearful about the potentially uncertain things to happen. I'd been thinking about the worst case scenario in the hopes that having that mindset would almost like safeguard me and protect me if it did happen. In a way, I was mentally preparing myself for things maybe not working out. 
And that's a very half glass empty, pessimistic mindset. So as I've been really deep diving into this hardwiring and been really expanding my understanding of myself, I've been able to develop some tools and strategies to undo, reject, and basically relearn some of the thinking that I had had. For example, I remember when I was really unhappy in my previous job, and well before I even considered leaving, I would list three things that I was grateful for and three things that had gone well that day. That was kind of my evening routine. And I did that every day, no joke, for over a year because something apart, like something inside of me, I knew that if I didn't, my mind would just ruminate over how much I didn't like the job. And I really needed to be able to do that to come from a place of gratitude, which allowed me to keep my mind right and eventually focus on how to get out of it rather than just complaining about it. And don't get me wrong, (laughs) I did complain. I still do complain from time to time. I'm human, that's totally normal. However, during that time when I was unhappy in my job, I didn't let myself stay in that place for too long. And frankly, no one really wants to hear someone complaining while not actively doing something to help themselves. Wait, actually, that's not true. (laughs) Because I have found that some people who are like heavy complainers and not like the occasional venting that I think a lot of us do from time to time just to kind of like unload and process. But I'm talking about the people that are super complainers and really negative they actually do tend to flock together. That's kind of going back to the saying, like misery loves company. So I guess in a way that does happen, but anywho, tangent. So in that job, I knew something was not aligned. So that motivated me to pivot and direct my energy towards finding something more professionally fulfilling. My point is if I constantly looked for what was wrong about my job, then that would be all I would find. And that's a really miserable place to be in, right? We've all been there though. It's like when you're in a bad mood one morning and then everything else just spirals. Everything else in your day is bad. It's this self-fulfilling prophecy. You only see the stress and the traffic and the annoying work tasks and the people that are bugging you and everything seems to just be confirming the negative things that are in your life because your brain is searching and gathering evidence to really confirm that negative outlook. You need to believe, this is my opinion, you need to believe that things are working out for you instead of against you. And that has been the, essentially the biggest changing point in my mindset. Things are working out for me. Things will work out for me. And if seemingly they're not, that's because it's something better. Something better is coming along. The universe is working for me in ways that I cannot see maybe in the present moment, but down the road, it really just solidifies like, oh, wait, those things that maybe weren't going my way actually did go my way. Gary V, if you listen to him, and I don't really listen to him on the reg, but he has a line that stuck with me. And it's this. So in life, we're either playing offense or defense. Either we're playing offense and we're looking for the positive, looking for the opportunities, taking growth-oriented action steps to get where we want to be. We're being strategic. We're being optimistic about the wins, about those points. Or we're playing defense. We're negative. We're afraid. We're worried. We're complaining. 
We're seeing the bad things that could potentially happen. And he's also very clear that you're tricking yourself if you think you're in the middle, which is powerful stuff. So something to think about, some food for thought. What side are you playing, offense or defense? Anyway, back to the time that I was in that job. So somehow I knew, and this was even you know, well before I dove into this self-development stuff, I had to put forth effort into finding the good because apparently my brain didn't want to do that on its own. And it began with finding the moments of my day that went well, the slivers of joy, the fractions of good that brought me positive feelings. And there were those moments. The job wasn't all bad. The people that I met, the opportunities it gave me, there were some really, really fun and good moments out of it. And by seeing the good things, while also being true to myself and acknowledging that the job wasn't in full alignment for myself, I was able to keep my mind healthy enough to propel myself towards something better and towards something that would have been more in line with my professional goals and the destination that I was heading in. There's a quote, and I'm not positive who said it, but it says this, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. And it all boils down to perception and mindset. And that is an incredibly exciting and hopeful and optimistic idea that we are capable of switching and changing and adapting our attitudes. We find what we actively seek. If that's the case, I guess it's really important then to make sure that we're looking for something good and valuable and going to enhance our life because I fully believe that you will find it. So I would like to share some tips, three tips to find more positives in your life, to play more offensively, we should say, or to really look for the good so that you can find it. Tip number one, you know what I'm going to (laughs) say. It all begins with gratitude, an attitude of gratitude. Commit to that gratitude practice. Say it, write it, sing it, whatever it takes. Make that gratitude playlist in the morning. Make it as uncomplicated and as effortless and easy as possible so it just becomes second nature. It's basically creating the default. And I think, honestly, for for me now, I really do think that my default thinking is a place of gratitude. It's enabled me to find more goodness around me, and I've managed to attract more goodness as well. So that just means like celebrating your little wins and it can be as small or big, like you found a parking spot, you got a compliment at work, the sun is out today, you're having a good hair day, all of these little things that you can just internally have a little celebration for. And it can also be the more significant things as well. You know, your health and the health of your loved ones, the ability to breathe and walk and eat, all the basic things that we take for granted. And I really don't think that there's a day that goes by that I'm not thinking about that kind of stuff, that I'm not grateful. Now it's just become, you know, an automatic mindset. And I think that it can be for you too. Number two, work on your mindset to cultivate the bias towards positive, toward optimism, growth, the bright side of life. It's like that saying, smile and the world smiles back at you. So where the optimistic lenses, put those on and just see and just see if anything changes. And don't worry if having that type of optimistic outlook seems naive or annoying to other people. That's not really your concern. Your mind is your own and that is something you have full control over. Your thoughts control your 
behavior, your choices, your priorities, and that in turn impacts your entire life. It's really remarkable when you think about it, how much control you have, but it is a practice. It's a skill and it's easy to do, but in the same vein, it's also easy to not do. Okay, tip number three, last tip. Begin to see your quote unquote problems or failures or regrets as opportunities or learnings. So we can look at our issues, which we all have, as either obstacles or opportunities. And even something as a slight change of words can have a really powerful impact. Opportunities signify possibility and potential, growth and freedom. Obstacles, on the other hand, means problems, difficulty, barriers, confinement, I also like the expression, rejection is redirection. So let's say you didn't get that job that you interviewed for, or you're not getting the promotion that you asked for. Yes, it sucks. I get that. But maybe this is the universe presenting you with an opportunity to learn from this or maybe redirect towards something better. This happened to me with my previous job. I wasn't receiving the growth that I had wanted and I wasn't satisfied in it. So that then triggered me to find something better. And that's exactly what I got. I love my current job. I'm so happy. And this reframe can relate to personal things too. So let's say the person you're interested in isn't texting you back or asking you out. And this is an opportunity, not a problem, not an obstacle. It's an opportunity to reflect, look inward and say, well, What do I want in a partner? I want someone to ask me out. I want someone to be interested in my life, to treat me well. So by having that opportunity to learn something about yourself, it's a chance to find exactly that. Rejection then isn't so scary and devastating when you have that reframe. And again, you will find what you're looking for. If you want the good, you'll find it. You'll take the action steps. You'll keep your mind mentally strong and healthy to get yourself where you want to go. And I believe that attitude, that positive mindset will serve you. When we see the problems, it's wild, but we actually end up getting more problems. And when we see good, we attract more of the good into our life. I'm getting all fired up. (laughs) So I'll wrap up my little pep talk for today. I hope these tips help you begin to make small tweaks to start to reframe and think about the perspectives that you take on a daily basis. There is a quote, it's by Tom Bilyeu. Um, He had said, and I like this a lot, when you look for the negative, it will be there. When you look for the positive, it will overwhelm you. And only you have that choice. Only you have the choice to look for that positive. So, okay. We'll wrap up with my two reasons to be happy. Reason number one, the sun. It never ceases to amaze me how rejuvenating and restorative the sun is. And the second reason I'm happy is being a reading teacher. My job, I really do feel so grateful for that. It's such a gratifying profession. I love taking on the role of teaching in general and inspiring and encouraging 
And giving my students the gift of reading, I know, is so valuable to them for their life, the confidence to be a strong reader, and helping my students develop more enthusiasm for it. It's really such an essential skill, and it unlocks so many doors. And I feel really blessed that I have the chance to to help them with that. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks so much for listening. It really means so much for people to tune in each week. If you're enjoying it, once again, I would love, love, love for you to take a minute from your day to write a five-star review. I'd be so appreciative for your kindness and support. Have a great week, everyone, and we'll talk again soon. Bye. Bye.